Attention Pokemon players, you're listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. In this episode, Heroes Inc. has a pre-release. Chuck finds what's on the other side of a rainbow. Ryan goes undercover and Jake gets greedy. How are we doing today, Chuck? <laughs> I'm still loving those new uh, openings. They're, they're hilarious. Oh, yeah. It, it always gives me something to think about uh, going into an episode other than the old standard. It's kind of fun because it's like it keeps me on my toes. Yeah, yeah. Those are still fun and exciting. <laughs> I never get to know what's happening until you do it. So I, I love your, your reactions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always get an honest reaction from me from the open. So, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think. Cool. So, uh, how has your week been since last week? Uh, it's been uh, pretty good. Uh, I'm on a vacation week right now, so it's kind of relaxed time. Oh, I'm uh, so jealous. Yeah, vacation before the storm, because then I'm going to get busy time of the year for my work. So, I'll be crazy running around. So, yeah, no, I, I hear you. Uh, talking about being crazy and running around, uh, this weekend was was crazy. We were running around. Uh, my son had soccer he had hockey um we went to a penguins game because his uh he's doing the learn to play program with the penguins and um not only did you know the equipment come free other than just uh, buying like the the ice time and coach time uh they sent us free tickets to the game so we got to go check that out and that was really really fun um but other than that it's just it was just craziness running around everywhere uh starting to get cold so you know doing some last minute yard work and prep for winter um other than that it's just uh pokemon i guess and work because work's crazy for me as well yeah i mean that's what my vacation week is going to be all about prepping for winter yeah um winter is coming and, and trying to do as much pokemoning as i can in there because we had do had pre-releases yeah let's talk about uh, the pre-release yeah um well wait before i get to pre-release i have okay. one thing i want to mention yes, that yes. happened to me in discord this week uh, and i thought it was super fun and i just kind of wanted to highlight it okay go for it uh, uh we had a little uh, we had one of our users in discord one of our uh, listeners and whatnot kind of like reach out they were having a local uh tournament his uh, the username <laughs> tm Ryden. Uh, i'm not gonna throw out his real name just just because I didn't talk to him about it, but yes. we had like a little, he was having a turn of local tournament and he wanted to win it. And he just like reached out in discord. I was available. We sat and chat for like a good 15 minutes on what to play. Yeah. And basically kind of did like a mini study session. And I was pumped for him this past weekend because he, he sent a message in that he took first in the tournament. Let's go. So let's go. Good job, TM Ryan. Way to take down. He won. He showed a picture in the turn. He won a cool, um, like 2017 League Cup mat that Decidueye on it is really cool. That's very um, awesome. So I was I was super pumped for him, uh, just because we kind of we spent that half hour or so just talking about decks, what to play, what he thinks he's going to see. So congratulations! I wanted to throw that out there. So yeah, congratulations, Raiden. That was super, super awesome. Uh, and bringing down a tournament win, getting an awesome mat. Um, question, what did you, uh, you, uh, you kind of brainstorm for about yeah. half hour. You said, what did you guys end up bringing or what did he end up bringing? He, he ended up like, he ended up taking single strike Urshifu with Dumbreon. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and we decided, we kind of decided that too, that day, like that's what we want. Like I told him, I think it would be the best play. 
because he said he had a lot of sight, like he had some psychic matchups and there's someone he thought someone would definitely bring to Sidui. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you, you have weakness coverage, like, and then some, he had another matchup that single strike would be good for. And I was like, if you run into the, the only thing you don't want to really hit is like Urshi, the rapid strike deck he was talking yeah. about. But I was like, but if you just get or single strike to one punch him, hopefully <laughs> you should be able to do, you should, that's like the only thing you want to want to avoid and, and, and not play a single strike into those bad psychic matchups. Yeah. But, um, yeah. He, he said he was familiar with it. He did well with it before. He was skeptical on taking it again. And I was like, dude, if it's working, yeah. don't break it. Like, yeah. Don't break what's working. So, keep it keep the train rolling and it kept rolling it sounds like we uh you guys did kind of what we did a few weeks ago with the whole try hard thing um and really just meta uh gaming and just kind of reading the local meta and finding the deck uh you know that best suits that and uh, congratulations again and 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 good job on you for helping out a community member um find some success and and getting some cool swag yeah that's that's like that's why I wanted to bring it up because we did we did kind of do that and it was kind of like a little meta deep dive even though I'm not necessarily in his meta mm-hmm. just kind of outside opinion taking matchups into consideration and it was a lot of a lot of fun and then he told me he won and I literally like sent him that meme of the the <laughs> penguins fan that yeah yeah, yeah the little baby like, yeah. this is how I feel right now because <laughs> you won and uh, like so I I just wanted to like it made my uh, made my uh, Friday night I think he was when he said sending out Friday night. Very cool. Um, Very cool. So, wanted to shout that out. But we had our own tournaments. Now we're back yes. on track. We from had our from own going from super, yeah, being able to plan out a meta to um, you can't plan out a meta. It's you just randomly open cards and go from there. So let's talk about that. How, let's yeah. start with you. Um, how or what was your pre-release kit looking like? Did you pull anything out of your packs? Um, where was your journey starting there? Uh, I mean, so I love the pre-release format in general. Uh, it's the closest thing to like a drafting format that Pokemon's going to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I opened up my pre-release and I got uh, the Latios, the Latios Pro. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I got Latios. And then my evolution, like your little kit that comes with Pokemon, I got the Latios and Latios, like they have a Latios edition, Latios, Latios edition. And then mm-hmm. I got Excel Gore as well, okay. Evolution Line. I was like, all right, well, I wasn't too thrilled <laughs> in general. Um, my my packs came, the packs in the kit, uh, I didn't pull anything too crazy. I did, my 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 happy pull was a Crabomitable V. It was um, the alt art too, though. Yeah, so. it, was, it, was, it was the alt art Crabomitable V. I realized though after i was like all right well that's going in the deck because it had a one energy attack and it's 220 hit points but very bad pokemon to put in a pre-release deck <laughs> because it has a four cost retreat so once that sucker's in the active it's never coming out so it's you're really gonna bad, give yeah. up two prizes or you're gonna steamroll to victory yeah and i basically gave up two prizes every game so oh man that sucks so <laughs> how did your how did your uh, your record go we played four games uh how how did you end up how'd you fare i i only won um one so i went one in three uh mostly, for the one for <laughs> yeah uh, I, I had a weird, I, I did not use the Latias and Latias, which is probably a bad choice. Shame. Um, Shame. I just, <laughs> I went with Excel Gore 
and I threw that crabominable and then I really wanted to try and make I, I pulled in my packs a star you and star me so I got the line like yeah it doesn't come in anything else so I was like all right well I'm going to use it it came in handy one time and that was the game I won uh but then from every other game like it didn't I, I couldn't use it and then I would try to use crabominable which his first attack was discard two cards off your opponent's deck. So I was like, I'm just going to mill my opponent and they'll never be able to KO me because I have 220 HP. Uh, I only ever got to do that attack twice. So it wasn't a good strategy. So I got really close, but that's why I was like, I'm one in three. Ah, It it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Yeah. So for my kit, I ended up getting the same Latios um, promo uh, with the Dragapult line. Uh, so I had the Latios, Latios plus Dragapult line. Um, so I played a light um, dragon line with, well, I guess um, with the, the lovebirds or the love dragons line and then went full bore on Dragapult. And I actually did pull a Greedent V, which is not a great card in its own in like a normal standard format, but in, in, uh, in a pre-release, where it's a three attach and uh so all right let me go first body slam for for two colorless is 40 damage flip a coin and you know if heads paralyze um actually pretty good attack in a pre-release form and if you can do that going into your your second attack for three colorless um nom 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 uh, for, <laughs> for 120 and draw three cards and drawing three cards uh in a pre-release format was pretty good um and, go in one and 120 is a nice number in pre-release. Yeah. It, it doesn't kill everything, but it definitely puts pressure on um, and it kills a fair amount. Um, that was that was my problem with Crabominable because mm-hmm. it was uh, you had one that actually could knocked out stuff like Crabominable didn't do any damage on his first attack and his second attack was only 90. Yeah, it did more if you already had damage counters, but we're not playing in a world where I can Inteleon ping or or gig zigzagoon ping before doing that attack yeah so it was it was two hitting everything in the format <laughs> and that it doesn't work but yeah usually those v's those those v's are a big boon if you can get one in one of your packs oh for sure and so yeah so actually going into it i wasn't um particularly thrilled with all the cards i had uh, and one of our locals was like oh what do you think you're gonna end up today before we started a game i'm like oh two two probably um <laughs> Yeah, my first two games, I ended up um, starting the game with Greedent and getting that body slam off pretty early and then going into Nom 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 and then just kind of um, steamrolling my way to victory. Uh, the next two games, I didn't start with him, but, um, you know, w- was able to get him out and, and also get the, the Latios, Latios uh, train rolling um, pretty consistently because I ended up getting some um, Fog Crystals um, from the pre-release plus, um, you know, getting those, uh, the, the fusion strike energies out there as well, um, ended up going 301, which we still played it out, um, in the final and ended up beating our local Steve, um, shout out to him. Cause he loves Greedent V, uh, and Greedent V took him out in, in the finals. Um, so actually went 4-0 and took took home the victory which i was very very shocked um after you know our pack opening especially how we know our our you know the third the third person to the cast here ryan he 
he ended up pulling a Inteleon V um, and being able to do spread damage and, and do meaningful damage to the active um, was a little scary and intimidating. Luckily, I dodged him and I think he ended up going 2 2, um, but lost the game early. So I didn't have to end up playing him. So um, thankful for that. Well, I'll, 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 I'll chime in for Steve because he'll probably, he know it. We all know that. Steve is not a huge Greedon fan, and he will chime in and say Greedon didn't take any prizes in that game. No, but he, so he drew me cards, and he tanked, <laughs> and he he tanked hit, uh, he tanked hits, drew cards, and gave uh, Latios and Latias time to do what they need to do. Uh, so yes, it didn't do damage in that game or a knockout damage in that game, but he definitely was a very heavily contributing factor to it um, with that nom 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 nom. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, no, but it, v, was, I mean the, the V's can help out real bit if you happen to get one in your packs, they really can boon. Yeah, um, your your chances just sometimes they're they're a little harder to use than some other of the cards. Yeah, and right. you had the Dragapult, and that Dreepy was actually pretty boss for the games I played that people had Dragapult in it because it was mm-hmm. he had he has the attack, it just does 10 damage, and then you can't retreat. Yeah, and then you're just like there's this is a format with no switch cards yeah you're just stuck yeah i did use i did use it in one game um in the three of the other games it was kind of um i didn't use it the game state didn't really um justify it it's the one time where that attack like that effective attack actually is like really good Mm -hmm. because uh i can't remember who i played but i think it was joe (laughs) or it was mike they both did it to me both of them played it that's why and they just both like I didn't have any switch. They just both just got ready in the meantime yeah. while they just sat there with Dreepy. And then they were like, all right, well, I'll get ready. And then when you knock out Dreepy, I'll I'll go from there. And <laughs> exactly. That, and they just steamrolled after I knocked out Dreepy. Yep. No, that's that's awesome. So as far as your prize packs, did you end up pulling anything? Yes, because this is the way pre-release works for me. I do bad, I pull good. I do good, <laughs> I pull nothing. So I did bad. And I got a rainbow. I got Rainbow Sydney in my prize packs. There we go. We so, were just talking about that card at least an episode or two ago. Um, so that's a pretty awesome pull. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a decent card. I mean, I'll use it if I ever need to slide a Sydney into a deck. Yeah. Um, so I did well, obviously. Uh, won, won the tournament, and I usually do the same thing. I I, I play well. Pull garbage or you know play poor or don't win and, and pull some something pretty decent um i actually i mean i didn't pull any rainbows but i did pull a very very usable card and i did pull a genesec b so was happy that was the only pull i got out of my prize packs um but if i'm gonna make one pull it's a playable yeah. card i can't complain yeah i mean that's one of the hot like the hot cards to get out of out of fusion strike so when you can get one of those yeah out of your kit and your winnings it's uh, you're hard to come hard to really say anything else besides good good job <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so all right. do you want to go into trivia or random card mashup well i'll ask you a quick and um non-trading card game related but somewhat it's pokemon related i'm in danger <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna ask you a quick trivia question here let's go so i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna i need you to name the I'll, I'll use it it's typing as it would be in the trading card game so okay name the fighting pokemon that only has a head 
and hands. Geodude. Correct answer. Oh, I got yes, her. <laughs> yes, I, I was so worried that I was going to miss an easy question. And then you said potting type. I'm like, my heart sunk, but then, then, then it slowly gained back up. Let's go. Geodude, I know everything about Pokemon. I'm the master. Yes. All right. Good job. I just, I read, I was trying to find a curious question. I thought that was a hilarious question. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. So easy, but funny. Yeah. All right. So now we can do some random card madness, right? Let's do it. All right. So I figured we are going to stick with uh, Fusion Strike, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Even though I don't have an easy way to pull it up, let's do it. All right. Well, as usual, I'll read the 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 card when mm -hmm. we get it. Um, but we got to generate the uh, random number here. With number two hundred and forty nine. So of the two hundred and sixty four cards that are in this set, I said two forty nine. We uh, scroll, scroll, scroll. This site is so huge. All right, uh, we are looking at, oh, okay. This is gonna be a good one to talk about. Bolton V. All right. Oh, so the, now, just the V. Yeah, this is specifically the new Bolton V. So we'll talk about his attacks. And then we can talk about the fact that you can use it to get the Bolton V max, which also comes out. But uh, this has smash turn uh, for 30 damage. And then you can switch this Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon for one lightning energy. And then it has Electro Bullet for 120 damage and it's two lightning and a colorless. This attack also does 30 damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. Mm. So no acceleration, but spread damage from this Bolton V. And, but you could evolve into the new Bolton V Max, which brings back its original Sword and Shield versions attack of 30 times the electric energy, and then an attack for, I believe, 230, mm -hmm. three energy. Unfortunately for me, and you know I love Bolton, I, I love my best boy, um, this Bolton V is binder fodder. Um, the Bolton V Max, uh, I think me and you both agree that there's some versatility in, you know, a Bolton deck um, with different options, um, you know, with that kind of early to mid-game hit with the V Max. Um, but this V isn't doing it for me. It, it, what lightning Pokemon spreads damage that that's going to really matter um, that I can think off the top of my head. I don't like Raichu or maybe, I don't know. Um, um, I, it, well, I guess, I guess uh, I mean, they're, they're lighting has, it's still kind of just not good. Lighting um, has a little bit of spread in it with um but it's more it's more concentrated. Like Zero Aura is spread, but yeah. you're trying to knock out something. Uh, more Peko actually V Max spreads as well. There's a couple other like mm. single prize Pokemon that actually spread as well. Wow, the right there's that yeah, right the right yeah right tree that does fifty to everything. Um, so I mean, Lightning has some spread, but if you're gonna put a Bolton in a deck and and you want to really use that the V for an attack. I, I, I don't know why you would not play the sword and shield version. Yeah. I I'm in agreement with you. It's just electrify is a much better starting attack than smash turn. I mean, 30 for a switch is cool, Yeah, but I mean, the only thing I see on this Bolton V card that is better than the other Bolton V card is the fact that it's retreat cost is one. 
Um, I mean, air balloons, the same thing though. I yeah, mean, but the, the, we don't, the, we're not in a world where we're like, oh, well now I can play a uh, skateboard instead of air balloon. Exactly. Uh, it, we're, we're, in, we're still putting an air balloon on it. And uh, I think that the other V is just better in general. And if you're going to play a deck based around Bolton, you're going to end up evolving it to the V max anyway. So in the meantime, if you play the other V, your, your attack, your main finishing attack is not any different, whether you are a V or a V max. So. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So what is your final verdict? Uh, playable binder uh, bulk. Uh, I will put it in the binder. Um, I'll call it playable. If you have a thing that I do, where if you're going to put four of it in a car, in a deck, I will put one of each in it. But most people will tell you that's probably a bad strategy and don't do that. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's uh, a bad I'll, strategy. I'll and don't do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So sorry, Bolton. Uh, you're, you're, that's a no for me. All right. Do we want to do one more? Or you just want to move on, Let, right? Let's, let's just do one more. One for each, one for each. Right. We got a low number this time. Low number 67. Ooh, that's my that's my number. That's my jersey number. All right, we got another one worth talking about. Mm. Uh, this is sixty-seven in Rapid Infusion Strike is Gorbis, the stage one Pokemon with the ability. It's the water Pokemon with the ability Rapid Strike Canceler. Your opponent's Rapid Strike Pokemon in play have no abilities. Um, now, like I said, it was a stage one. This evolves from uh, Huntail. No, mm -hmm. no, Huntail's the other version. Clam Pearl. Clam Pearl and then uh, goes to Gorbis or Huntail. Okay. Uh, but we're going to talk about Gorbis. Clam Gorbis. Gorbis. So, to talk about Clam Pearl. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, how much HP is that again? Um, 110. And, and, the, and the basic is what, 30, 40? Uh, no, uh, Clam Pearl has 60. 60 uh, still okay i guess that's not too bad um and it is a fusion strike pokemon they both and, and does it does it i again i don't have the card in front of me and i don't remember off the top of my head so i apologize does um his ability require him to be in the active or your opponents nope. no, to be the active if he is on the table and gorbis is has the ability well, there's nothing canceling it mm -hmm. uh, rapid strike pokemon have no abilities so I would say, yes, this is a, a card to consider um, where he completely fits in. I'm not 100% sure um, at the moment, but we all have seen what, um, like the Inteleons, um, obviously you're not shutting shady dealings off, but you are sh shutting down the, the energy spread one, um, where the new one, uh, the, the Rapid Strike, but you're also seeing a, a, a little bit of an up uptick um, in some of these, uh, the was it the Sylveon um, box yeah. with with uh, Rapid Strike? Um, so if you're seeing a lot of those seeing play, um, I, I mean he can fit into in there somewhere. Um, maybe not like 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 a serious deck, uh, but definitely as far as you know to try out at least. Um, I, I would consider trying him out. I, I don't know necessarily, like I said, to, if he's going to be meta. Um, but shutting on, off some of those abilities seems pretty good. For me, the idea of him is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The idea of turning off Rapid Strike Pokemon, because 
There are actually a lot of good targets for him. You've already said you brought up Inteleon. Uh, like, and that's so basically, if you get him out, um, which you should be able to beat uh, at stage two uh, in get in evolution so that you save yourself damage counters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not stopping shady dealings because he's not a rapid strike. So yep. you're going to still see that. But uh, for other targets, I mean, you do turn off, like I said, Inteleon, you do turn off uh, Octillery, which a lot of rapid strike stacks kind of rely on that card. Um, Simeon. Uh, Pissimian, so there's no extra bonus damage. Uh, I believe you would still turn off Empoleon, so you wouldn't lose your ability. I would guess. I, I think there's a timing issue there, so I yeah. I guess anybody it be... that's it, listening, um, that's judge or knows this, um, I, I I would actually be curious to I, see. I'm I'm gonna assume it's the, because I am I am a judge. I do mm-hmm. know. I would assume my ruling on it is if as long as Gorbis hits the board. Before Empoleon does, then Empoleon has no ability. But if Empoleon is in the active and then Gorbis hits the board, Gorbis has no ability until Empoleon leaves the active. Yeah, that's my assumption. Um, and then uh, there's one more I was thinking of. Oh, Sylveon's basic. The Sylveon V does have yep. that dream gift ability that is used. So that's something worth turning off. So, I mean, he has targets, but the thing is, he's just going to sit there and just turn off abilities. So the question is, really, do you have the bench spot for him? Um, so it's really hard for me to see him fitting in a deck to just turn off one deck in the meta. So yeah, if if multiple rapid strikes really become like crazy, then it is going to be a good card to kind of curtail that. You're also saying the the um, the melody Urshifu that Tord brought up, like we kind of talked about last week, that kind of heavily relies on the um, Octillery again. So that's another deck that it can potentially help in. Obviously, it's a spread deck, and it can knock you out, um, and then you're off and running. But it, it could also potentially stall them out just to find like not hit that one piece that they need to to go um, for for that ultimate knockout. Yeah. So I mean. It's playable. I mean, it's yeah. something that you're going to, if you get, I wouldn't say go out and get it like necessarily right this minute, but if you get one, you know, keep it in, in a binder somewhere that's, it's playable. For sure. Alrighty. I think those are at least some interesting conversations yeah. this time I, around for the for, random card mashup. For random card mashup, we got two, I think, Pokemon that are really worth talking about and for sure. could hit a deck sometime. Definitely. So, now, I believe we move into the Whimsy Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to the Whimsy Watch. This is not right for gaming, but you can call me Ryan. This week, we were slacking a little in the tournaments, with only eight tournaments to cover. Let's hope that next week has a little more to offer, for data purposes. Uh, now, I've been working on different and better ways to present data for every week's meta, trying to evolve and you know get a little better uh, this week i'll be trying some new things and i would greatly appreciate if any and all would leave me some tips or feedback on how you thought i did this week handling the data you can get to me at on twitter at ry for gaming or on the triple p discord at ry for gaming uh, now that i'm done rambling on it's time for the decks that made the most top eights this week Starting off, we have Jolteon and Teleon and Zacian, both having six places in the top eight. 
Next, we have Urshifu Inteleon having seven places in the top eight. And last but not least, the, the king, the champ himself, Dragapult Inteleon with 13 places in the top eight. That's it for our decks that made it in the top eight the most this week. Let us know on Twitter at WatchWhimsy and at RWay4Gaming what pre-release promo you got from your Fusion Strike build-in battle kits. And now for something new that I haven't come up with a good name for yet. So the top 10 decks of the week by popularity and their win percentages. Number 10, we have Victini with 4.9% of the meta coming in with a 50.59% overall win rate. And number nine, we have Jolteon and Teleon with 4.35% of the meta and a 54.12% win rate. Number eight, Other. Who would have thought? 4.35% of the meta and a 38.85% win rate. Next, a Calyrex and Teleon with 5.9% of the meta, taking a 50% win rate overall. Number six, Umbreon Urshifu, coming in 6.52% of the meta and a 46.85% win rate. Number five, Sylveon, with 7.14% of the meta, had a 46.53% win rate. Number four, Urshifu and Teleon, with 7.45% of the meta, we have a 53.74% win rate. Number three, Zacian, coming in with an 8.23% of the meta and a 49.14% win rate. Number two, Leafeon and Teleon with 9.94% of the meta, almost breaking that 10%, and taking 45.58% win rate. And last but not least, number one, Dragapult and Teleon. Who would have guessed? With 14.6% of the meta and a 53.53% win rate, Dragapult and Teleon was the top most played deck in the meta this week. I hope you enjoyed this new segment. I would like to give some appreciation to our local group at Heroes Inc. Comics by shouting out the winner of our Thursday Locals. This week was Devin with his Sylveon deck. Well deserved, Devin. Now... It's time for the wins of the week. This week, Sylveon won one tournament, Suicune Ludicolo won one tournament, Jolteon and Teleon won a single tournament, and Urshifu and Teleon won two tournaments, and last but not least, Dragapult and Teleon won three tournaments this week, taking home the most tournament wins this week. Again. And finally, I would like to give a huge shout out to Joe from the Triple P Group for helping me with all of the data analyzing. Thanks again, Joe. And that does it for this week's Whimsy Watch. But be sure to join in the roundtable discussions on the Discord every Wednesday at 5 p.m. EST for the most thought-provoking discussions and the best debates. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time. I sure did. And until next time, be safe and take care, Pokemon trainers. And back to the cast. And we're back. And after the Whimsy Watch, we do news. So we have a plethora of new news to talk about. This yes, week. yes, we did. Um, let's see. Where do you want to start off here, Chuck? Do you want to start off with live? Uh, let's let's just let's start 
like the usual news is with the downers first. The downers so, first. So yes. <laughs> so the Debbie Downer this week is that Pokemon has delayed TCG Live's release until 2022. And that's they're delaying not the rest of the release, the soft launch and global open beta. Yeah. Beta. So not even the launch is going to be, I guess, later than that. But um that has shifted to 2022. Yeah. And they didn't give a specific date. Um, they just said 2022, uh, unless I'm missing something here. They, they, they had no specific date. They mm. did give a reasoning, though, that they would like to have to provide players with a more polished experience upon release of this. Yeah. So I'm not going to complain with the company that says we want to make the game better for you before we give it to you. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Um, it's really not changing anything on on the front. It's just like, look, it's coming. It's just not going to come just yet. Uh, yeah. You're still going to fusion like all the stuff that you, like we did see in our pre-release that all the the new code card backs are all live based. Yep. Everything is transitioned to like promoting that, but all of those code cards are still going to be usable in TCG online um, until live actually releases. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I. I don't have any problem with, like you said, a company that's trying to, um, you know, make sure that the final product is polished. Um, so no complaints there. Um, code cards still work, um, like you said. Um, so you can still get your 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 product, um, you know, on PTCGO. Um, the one issue I have, it's not really an issue with the company or with the launch being delayed because um, it is what it is and. I would rather it be better than, uh, you know, not finished, uh, is in our preparation from going from PTCGO to PTCG live. Um, a lot of us have been spending our coins as we get them to open packs to try to, you know, yeah. max out your stuff. So in the past, I, you know, going into like the first month uh, of any given set, I would, you know, op- open as many packs as I could of the new set. Um, and then start hoarding to max out my coins. And, and then that way, whenever a set comes out, I'm able to buy, I think it's 120, 125 codes um, worth or packs uh, worth of coins or, or however you want to say that. Um, this time around, I was not able to do that because, or I'm, I'm not able to do that because I haven't been hoarding. I've been opening. Um, yep. So it does put me in a, you know, less than ideal position how I, like to you know go into a set and i think everybody's kind of in the same level there um and i guess the silver lining is i still have a lot of token or tickets so the last two days i've been playing a lot of expanded tournaments to try to um hoard as many coins as possible um probably not going to get to max in the next couple days because i don't have that much time um but if i can get to you know ten thousand, that's coins that that's still a, a good chunk of packs to open no, I'm in your same boat as you on that. I, I do not nearly get to max between sets, but I usually don't spend coins at all between mm-hmm. sets mm-hmm. Um, just because I do that same process. But I have uh, been buying Involving Skies like crazy, just trying to get some Umbreons or things that I don't have yet on, on there. Uh, so I don't have a collection of coins to get any Fusion Strike. So I will be a behind the eight ball on that one. On trying to do some ticket gaining as well. Uh, usually, 
usually as long as long as they still go to the usual format of releasing they'll have the tournaments that reward you only fusion strike packs at the start Mm -hmm. i'll be relying heavily on that to get my fusion strike packs so i'll be playing that but that i mean it is what it is i mean i I, in a perfect world it would have been out already we wouldn't have this problem but unfortunately we do we just gotta adapt oh for sure It's, it's like i said or like we both said we'd rather a finished product that was polished and a good play experience over something with lots of bugs and you know um not not fun to play so yeah take your time pokemon make sure it is done right yep all right so now we got good news we got a lot of cool stuff uh announced and Mm -hmm. uh previewed yeah and we have uh a new set coming out we got announced uh why am i forgetting the name brilliant stars uh yeah is our our february set after fusion strike um and we've got some cards that will be revealed in that as well as three uh, the confirmation that they are going to contain the v stars in Mm -hmm. that set so that's we're getting v stars quick and we have three new v stars revealed Um, so let let's talk about this um i'll let's go into this first article with two cards revealed i'll talk about the v you could talk about the trainer for obvious reasons um so the pokemon um a seer v fire pokemon at 210 hp um with a retreat cost of one weakness of water resistance to nothing um it has two attacks the first attack um bursting power 20 damage you may attach up to two energy cards from your hand to this pokemon in any way you'd like um uh, depends on matchups don't necessarily love this um and we can talk about that in a minute uh and then it has a second attack for a fire fire and two colorless um flare fumble for 90 plus damage this attack does 30 more damage for each energy card attached to your opponent's active pokemon um so we've seen attacks like this before um it can really punish those pokemon that like to have a lot of energy on there um is probably rogue to maybe low b uh, in my eyes um not 100 percent loving that first attack um you know putting all those energies on a pokemon that can potentially get easily knocked out the very next turn um seems kind of bad and then the the second attack is just okay well, the first attack, you attach two basic energies to any Pokemon the way you like. Oh, I did say any Pokemon. Okay, so that's not as bad. Um, so energy acceleration. So kind of like a Boltons. Um, it's, it, yeah, it's it's uh, very similar to Victini, except from the discard, it's from your hand. Um, yeah, Boltons from your deck. So, I mean, okay, so it can be... Oh, okay, I'm, I maybe changed my stance a little bit. Um, it's being less, able it's, to charge a Pokemon up, um, like it may be a Charizard, uh, we'll, we'll talk about later, um, or any of these other new fire Pokemon, um, maybe the, a little bit more utility than, um, you know, first I glance, mean, I guess. In my opinion, he's not garbage, mm-hmm. but he's not like he's going to just fall short of other Pokemon, I think. I think yeah. the, the Flare Fumble, like, depending on what you're like, having your attack depend on your opponent's active. Like you could really only rely on that for like two to three. I mean, mm-hmm. 
a lot of energy attached attackers is not very popular at the moment. Um, so that's going to probably at, at max around 150 um, for three cut for three energy. It's going to be not a, in a welder world. You're not going to be getting there really quickly. No. So in a non-welder world, I should say. So it's just, he's going to probably get lacklustered in, 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 in the swath of fire Pokemon that there, there isn't that many. Yeah. Um, but just okay. Not crazy. Yep. So I think there's another card in this small article that you, you probably yeah. uh, want to read. <laughs> yeah. And there's another, this is a trainer card. Both of these are going to be in those start deck 100 decks, mm -hmm. uh, but this is a supporter that are going to be in there. And this one is called Marnie's pride. So it's already a winner. Um, it's a supporter, but then uh, you get to attach a basic energy card from your discard pile to one of your bench Pokemon. And that's it. So as much as I've, I had this conversation with someone else, as much as I love this card, because it's Marnie and the art's pretty cool. Uh, it drifts Marnie. It's, it's, it's Rihon with worse. Like it's Rihon, but less things. It's, that you get it's, out of it, so. it's, it's B, but worse. Uh, well, Actually, I, I think it's bead, but better because bead you need it in your hand. This you need it in a discard, which I think it's argue, I mean, I guess depending on it's, the deck, it, I, I think it, yeah, depending on the deck. But I think you'd be more likely to play it. Um, but if you're going to attach a basic energy from your discard to one of your bench Pokemon and you need that, why not do it with Raihan, where you then you get to search your deck for a card that you can also put in your hand and play that. I mean, turn. there's less step stipulation. Um, but still, yeah, I, d I don't see, we haven't seen, um, it, I would, I've still considered as very, very similar to, uh, to bead. Um, and we didn't see very much success with that card, um, other than a couple niche uses. Um, so for me, uh, sorry, Marnie, um, I mean, I'll this Marnie's, yeah, yeah, this, this Marnie's not, not the Marnie for you. I still want four and hope they make a full art of it. I don't care. I mean, they will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, now we have the three V-Stars that also got announced. Now, there's a, I'm going to start, I'm going to save the big boy for last. There's mm -hmm. the Leafeon. They have a, they're releasing a box set of Leafeon V-Star and Glaceon V-Star, where you get a V and a V-Star, kind of like they did with Raptor Strike Urshifu. Um, so there's a Leafeon V-Star. Um I don't know if the V is different to be completely honest with you. Yeah. I'm not sure. I actually don't have um, this article up. So you're, you're on your own here, bud. <laughs> but I'm just going to go with the V star because that's what everyone's going to worry about. Um, yeah. It it's um, gets, it gets leafy on V star up to 260 HP. Uh, it has leaf guard attack for two grass and a colorless 180 damage during your opponent's next turn. This Pokemon takes 30 less damage. So, uh, kind of a up. tanking toughing yeah. up yeah and then it has the ability ivy star which is its v star power uh during your turn you may switch one of your pinched pokemon with their active pokemon you cannot use more than one v star power in a game so on your leafeon v star you have the v star ability to boss its orders your pokemon yep uh so very 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 similar to uh umbreon um Obviously, you don't have to use it on evolution, so it can sit there and be a constant threat. Uh, so I do like that portion of it. 
Um, I don't like that it is a V star and it's HP, I believe is what, um, in the low two. Okay. So actually mid, so still pretty beefy, um, but not out of the realm of possibility of knockout. Um, but it does make a couple of these leaf decks, um, um, more versatile that they can use other supporters and then, and then use that to, um, use it for a boss's order. So, um, definitely a playable card. Um, loving this whole V-Star mechanic um, where there's attacks and abilities uh, depending on the Pokemon. So, you know, versatility. Yeah. And uh, I think a Leafeon, Leafeon VMAX deck would like that. Uh, just to, you know, you get your one Leafeon VMAX going and then you can put the other one to a V-Star and have that boss when you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'll go to the other one since you said you didn't have the article was the Glaceon V-Star. Um, I'm going to say just for safety's sake that the two, the V's are probably new and different, but mm-hmm. not anything to, I don't see anything to write home about on the V's. So the V star for Glaceon um, has two attacks, another 260 HP Pokemon, uh, two waterless and a colorless icicle shot attack, 180 damage. Then your opponent cannot, your opponent defending Pokemon can't retreat. Um, and then it has a V star. <laughs> Power, it is an attack this time mm-hmm. for the same water and two water Atlantic colorless, and it's called Crystal Star. It does 220 damage, and during your opponent's next turn, prevent all damage and effects of attacks done to this Pokemon. So it is uh, KOable damage and then prevention for the next turn on that attack. That is a mighty powerful V Star. I mean, this is kind of the we have another one to talk over, but these are the first two attacks we've seen on yeah. stars, and they are pretty powerful. Yeah, definitely uh, powerful, and again, versatility uh, for you know water slash ice decks. Um, so definitely see um, you know potential for the card. Yeah. Um, right. So let's go into the next set. We have a lot of fire love um, coming out um, in in the next set here. And let's start with the big boy. Um, everybody has been clamoring, asking for this card. This Pokemon hasn't seen a new card in years. Um, and that is, of course, Charizard. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, how are you, how are you, wait, where are you going yeah. with this? What Pokemon are you reading? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no. So Charizard. Um, so we got Charizard V-Star. Um, it is a stage one so he does have to evolve from a basic charizard v um i'm not really going to go over the new charizard v i'm going over the v star um so it is 180 hp obviously i said it's already a stage one with a retreat cost of two and water weakness no um resistance there um so it has two attacks um, and the only attack that's not a V-Star ability slash attack, um, we got Exploding Fire for two fire and a colorless. It does 130 damage. If this Pokemon has any damage counters on it, this attack does 100 more damage. Um, so I'm pretty sure there are ways to get damage on yourself. So you can, for uh, two fires and a colorless, um, hit up to 230 damage which is a pretty good number because you're knocking out a lot of pokemon v um and and putting you know any v max in a two-shot range so pretty decent attack in my eyes 
Um, but then going into the V-Star Power attack, which it is Star Blaze for three fires and a colorless, it does 320 damage. Uh, discard two energy cards from this Pokemon. Um, and then you can only use one V-Star Power a game. Uh, so this is that one-shot closing, um, taken out of V-Max kind of ability uh, on the majority of them that are. Um, so VMAX is that this will still not quite be in range of, um, but maybe potentially some ping damage or something along those lines. You might see versatility in this. So um, Charizard, this one actually might see some play, um, especially with some of the love that we're going to talk about with some more fire love coming up. Um, I think this the, both these Charizards are going to be some of the most playable Charizards we've seen in a while. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the V doesn't really have anything to write home about, except for like it does kill pulls on an attack, which is kind of yeah. cool. But I mean, the 230 on with a damage counter on the V star, like that's in a world when we get out of V maxes, because I mean, this is gonna, I believe this is F. This is starting block F. Is, yeah. Is this it, be it's, it seems with this V star, they are trying to transition away from those three. Yeah. Cause um, brilliant stars doesn't sound like and look like it's going to have new V maxes in it. Like for mm -hmm. for um, it might have some alternate art V maxes for old Pokemon, but yeah. I think they still have the older regulation marks still. Mm. So there there's going to be a time when they rotate, and we're we're still going to stick with V's, but then they're going to be evolving, evolving the V stars. Mm -hmm. Two thirties taking out V's. Like yeah, so this takes out be, yeah, this takes out basically anything except for like Whale Lord or something like that. Yeah, so um, uh, he's going to be able to take out V's in the future. And VMAX is in the present, so yeah. pretty good. It, it is a good attack. It is a little clunky, um, but let's. I guess that's a good time to go ahead and look at some of this fire love. Yeah. Um, do you, I don't know if we really want to talk about this Moltres, but there are a couple fire cards if you want to maybe talk about those guys. Uh, we got, do you want to do Kindler? Yeah, let's do that one. Kindler is a supporter. Um, you must discard one fire energy from your hand to play this card. Uh, and you look at the top seven cards of your deck, choose up to two of them and put them into your hand and shuffle, uh, shuffle the other cards into your deck. So um, that's a nice search card for fire decks. Um, mm -hmm. uh, kind of like a peony in, in essence. Yeah. You lose a fire energy then you get two card it's because you don't search in your whole deck it's just the top seven yeah it's a it's a weird weird card but cool i mean because you're gonna get to get two yeah so i i think this reminds me that i forget i'm sorry uh, again i'm not like uh, uh i have not played the game so long that i remember all the older cards but there was a fire stadium that you discarded a fire and then drew cards so very much is reminiscent of that and i think um, you know, people were playing that card a lot, and I guess this card ultimately well, I mean, what's that? I mean, Hearth, right? No, giant, no, 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 it was actually draw cards. Uh, it wasn't giant, it wasn't um, giant Hearth where you're just taking energies. Um, okay. but either way, um, I think this card ultimately will see success depending on you know the cards, the other cards that are in this deck that can potentially help acceleration maybe in the future or or anything like that so um currently i i'm not thinking of any combination off the top of my head that might be like crazy broken here um 
but again, I think this is one of those cards you kind of keep in the back of your head and, and you know, or depending on what else is revealed, um, you, you automatically include this card. Well, if anything, it's another card to use the next card mm-hmm. uh, transition game here. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to use it with this other stadium that's coming out because this one wants a fire energy in the discard pile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a stadium. Like I said, it's a magma basin. Once during each player's turn, that player may attach one fire energy from their discard pile to one of their benched fire Pokemon. If they do, they do put two damage counters on that Pokemon. So you're taking fire energy from your discard, putting it on your Pokemon in play. They are taking damage, but you are accelerating energy. Mm-hmm. And that's something that fire needs because um, they are a lot of them. Right now, a lot of those Pokemon have uh, the welder tax. Yeah, and and they're just severely inefficient, um, and I think a lot of fire like people that really like fire decks would gladly take twenty extra twenty damage to get. Um, yeah, and that goes back to the Charizard V Star. Um, his first attack, the exploding fire. You need to have damage counters on it to do that extra hundred. So you use that. Um, boom! You're accelerating, and now you're doing hundred extra damage. So um, it goes hand in hand with that Charizard. And um, if you need you, if you need to get to that four, well, no, that doesn't work. But the big <laughs> other thing they're getting, uh, which may work with any kind of other two energy colorless attacker, mm-hmm. double turbo energy, special energy. So this this is basically double colorless. It's coming back, but your attacks do twenty less damage. Just twenty, not twenty per energy, just twenty less damage. Yep. I'm depending on how bad that 20 damage is really going to make math work out double. Uh, that's going to be a good card. Double yeah, it's going really to popular. be. Uh, so <laughs> was it, was it a toga kiss that uh, just needs uh, double colorless to basically just do some damage and search out any card. So yeah. if you're a control piece uh, like that, um, not bad. Uh, you're getting that attack off. Um, pretty pretty easy with one attach and, and damage, I guess, is is kind of. I mean, that way, is, I, guess. I think it's it's going to be one hundred instead of one twenty. Yeah, like you're not going to care about that twenty. No, like the only time you're going to give a crap about whether that twenty matters is if your attack does like uh, two twenty. So doing two hundred might not be a knockout then. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and, and there's other cards. I know some people were like, oh, Durant's going to be good now because you're just milling cards. It doesn't do damage. Um, so if Durant was ever going to see any success, this is this is a card you want to be in there. Uh, still have my uh, I'm skeptical on that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it does open the ability to for like single prize decks that relied on twin energy. Yeah. You now have for a short time i mean I, I can't imagine twin twin was in sword and shield so for a short time you're gonna have both so you can mm-hmm. have eight energies in your deck to attach for that I yeah mean, so i know that was one of the things that like mad partiers not that mad party is like super prevalent anymore mm-hmm. but mad party only has so many attacks because they need one attach this now gives them eight yeah you do have the new the new let it roll uh, or let's all roll out um, attacks oh, yeah, with like out. the jiggly puffs and, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so again, uh, very similar type of deck. Um, so that can be something to look at. Yeah. 
Um, there's one more card I think we do need to talk about. Okay. Um, and we kind of talked about Togekiss already. Um, and that's Karen's Care. Uh, it's a trainer card, supporter. Um, choose one of your... Uh, choose one of your colorless Pokemon with any damage counters on it and put that Pokemon and all cards attached to it into your hand. Um, so this is Acerola for colorless Pokemon. Um, again, Togekiss is what I keep bringing up. So you can attach one of those double or co- double colorless energies, uh, you know, tank a hit and potentially scoop that up or find, you know, um, uh, or Cheryl's or anything like that um, or Karen's Care. Um, and then just keep rolling, tanking hits, and just kind of chip, chip, chipping away at your opponent. Uh, it's a pretty nice combo for those colorless decks out there. Yep. I think, you know, colorless needed a card to give it some love because generally we don't see a lot of colorless love. So um, let's see if Karen, you know, can care care for these decks. Sure. I, yeah, I don't know if it's Sharon's or Karen. Sharon, Sharon's. Yeah, yeah, dyslexia over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sharon's. No, I, I, it's a weird spelling of all the words yeah <laughs> but <laughs> that is it for the new cards though right that was yeah that, that is it i mean the only the last bit of news i've seen here um since the last time we were on um was the announcement of the rapid strike and single strike urshifu v max league battle decks um so those are going to be another easy way to get those two meta decks because we've already kind of talked about both of them in many many different episodes um including this one but um having a lot of basic cards that you will need for the deck and any other deck so um yeah. for newer players coming into the game um definitely check those out um highly highly suggest that these are if you are definitely if you're a newer player because mm-hmm. i know we're going to talk about buy later stuff uh, later today but if you can find if you're if you're just trying to get staples you need mm. like you still are newer collecting and you need staples find a battle league deck and buy one um doesn't matter which one both of, like even this one even if you find inteleon they are just chock full of the things that you're going to put in every deck like mm-hmm. so you have the options like and both of these i've read the the card list I mean, they're not optimal versions of each, but they're no. fairly like good versions of each. You can definitely do well in a local tournament if you want to buy one and play it. Yeah. Uh, but most of the importantly, like both, they both got cards that you're going to need: bosses, researches. Um, uh, I think escape ropes. Uh, uh, yeah, the balloons. Yeah. Um, if you want to play single strike, hound dooms. If you want to play rapid strike, it has those auxiliaries. Um, so there are cards that are going to transfer across the board everywhere. Yep. And they're very like worth the like that's just they're worth the money in general. Oh yeah, I would I would cheaper agree. to buy them and then it is to just go. It's cheaper and easier to just buy them than try and find all those separately. Yep, I agree. Um, and especially with IRL play coming, even some veteran players that have played a lot on PTCGO might not have these cards um, IRL. Uh, so. I, I see Urshifu, both Urshifus still having a place in the meta even after Fusion Strike is out um, and, and, you know, possibly beyond that. Uh, so getting these cards, um, you know, accessible uh, accessibility there uh, is key. And I think Pokemon's doing a really, really good job at making these these meta cards um, easy to, to acquire for any player. Yeah, and even on the back end, like, 
the main cards like single strike Urshifu and 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 rapid strike Urshifu, they're still relevant, still being played. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think the time frame for them is pretty good. I mean, we're talking about a couple sets away that they came out in battle styles, but then you can just literally now we can just go get them, yeah, like in, a, in a box somewhere. And we're not um, at the humble single prices that they may need to be, or if you yeah. can't find battle styles anymore. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I don't think people are having a hard time finding battle cells, but yeah, that's a bad, bad excuse, but bad excuse. I'm for waiting sure. for shadow rider boxes to come out still. So <laughs> maybe a little bit longer, another go. month or so. So yeah. we're, we're, we're ahead, but all right. So let's get, let's get into uh, our meta talk, um, our predictions for fusion strike. Uh, I know we kind of alluded to this um, in previous podcasts, um, but we we recently did a tier list and we posted on Twitter um, of what we feel are going to be the decks to play. Um, you know, some re- maybe on some of these new decks, we can kind of talk of reasoning um, why a deck fell where it is. I, I want to kind of go over this quickly so we can get into the meta predictions of, you know, a tournament coming up here um, shortly. Um, but all in all, at, at for us in Pittsburgh, we didn't put anything as a group um, into that S tier. I think there's a lot of A tiers. Um, and even after doing this, I think actually there should be a little bit less um, A tiers on there. Um, but still lots of decks that um, are pretty solid, um, new and old. Um, but Chuck, do you want to talk us into um, the first new one that we have in the A class? Um, the the first new one we have in the A class, which we we do have a couple, um, we did put Mu Vmax in A. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did kind of look at that a few different archetypes that some people have put out already that um, from from early testing, and I think it's going to be a really good deck. I mean, yeah. uh, it does have some things because it's going to Mu and Gen- Mu V and Genesec V are going to be very cool together. Yes, they will. Uh, Genes- uh, Genesect has the cool attack and the draw ability, and Mew can punish it for pun- use that attack for less energy and have higher hit points. So uh, it has a little punishment because uh, the ability of the draw is uh, Genesect is an ability. So Path can stall it out a little bit, but with the Fusion Strike cards they released, uh, Mew is very versatile and kind of easy to easy to get going as long yeah. as you can find a mu v max and a genesect and at least have it on the board yeah and beyond that we were kind of talking about his kind of one-two punch with the the mu v having one on the on the bench being able to t- take you know the mu v's attack and basically scoop him up if he has any damage and and kind of rinse and repeat where you'll put the you'll attack with the v max um you know, and then scoop him up if he had damage um, and then promote like the V um, and then, you know, place that down. So you can potentially continuously scoop up um, damage and, and recycle it that way too. It'll be hard to continuously like scoop and, and repeat because of the evolution and everything. I mean, you can, yeah, you, you definitely need to have a, another mu V in the, in the, you can, uh, you can do it. But in my theory of it is, is that you can get mu pretty set up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And you can have a second one going pretty quickly too, but you can use that attack to simply just deny your opponent three prizes. Yeah, because unless you unless you're hitting him for weakness because he is weak to dark, mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to get one shot. But if you can save, 
if you can like save yourself from giving three prizes and just put him back in and then bring up a different Mew the next turn. Um, like it all depends on what you have to put in its place. Yeah. Like, and you might attack. be putting a one prizer um, there. Yeah. So even if you do take a knockout, like you said, you're denying him three prizes and putting a one prizer, uh, potentially forcing them to gust around. Not, and I'm not saying gusting is necessarily hard because there's plenty of options out there um, to do so. Um, but at least makes your p- opponent have to play around, you know, that, that three prize kind of a situation there. Yeah. I mean, and there's, I've seen uh, builds that you can use uh, the Latias mm-hmm. that we were talking about in pre-release that you can get uh, the, no, maybe it's Latios. Latios. Uh, the one that the, the Latios that has the attack that lets you basically not take attacks from yeah, defense the, from VMAX. So well yeah depending yeah you can take the the Latias. The Latias is the one that um has the VMAX barrier. Um and then the Latios is the one that attacks for 210, which is a pretty decent number. Um yeah. well, on, on there too. The Lati the Latias is the one I'm talking about the VMAX barrier. Yeah the v- that where you can plop it down and you basically protect yourself for a turn. Um, and it does decent damage to then two hit KO something for sure. Um, cause two cause 70 plus 210 is 280. And if you get a power tablet in there, yeah, power tablets aren't hard to get uh, <laughs> right yeah. now. Uh, so there's definitely a lot of two shot ability, um, in this deck with tank ability as well. So I think this deck's going to have a lot of success, um, you know, going forward. Obviously, it has a weakness to dark. So you're still seeing your Umbreons, uh, you'll see your Gengars um, and, and, and Dark Box like that, uh, see success against it. But in general, uh, in like a not weakness matchup, um, super, super consistent and seemingly really powerful deck. Yeah. And, and like I said, Path can maybe give it some annoyance. That's the thing that we'll see if Path will give it to it. Uh, a lot of like shut it down at all but i feel like the two energy attached the the ability to also sparkle too like because of that came out and just being like it just seems like it can get set up without having to draw a lot of cards yeah so yep and then the the other new dog in the in the or not dog but the other new deck in in, in the format will be the new intellion v max uh, so this guy, he does spread damage. Um, he can he can kind of do the same thing that we were talking about, where you can put the the rapid strike energy on him, um, and then remove it with his attack, and then like shield heal with Cheryl, and then kind of connect and do that kind of thing again. So being able to do lots of damage with heal ability, um, spread damage, and kind of set up multiple KOs throughout the game, um, seems pretty good. Also going to probably use um you know the, the intellion the baby intellion engine um to get that you know the the other uh ping damage intellion out there so to do additional um spread um seems pretty good and consistent again uh anything you want to say about that deck yeah um this one just looks like one that's going to be able to rinse and repeat denying you damage if it wants to play mm-hmm. that way um it does seem i've seen that build out and it looks like it can kind of like do that if it wants to, or it can play like a little bit more aggressive in trying to get those pings off. Um, so 
both sound good and like you said you can pair it with Inteleon and we know Inteleon can make a deck deck consistent mm-hmm. so I, I I could see it being very well yeah water is good right now so. yeah water is good um and there's not a lot of electric decks um holding it that back um so maybe the difference between this and Mew is it has less bad matchups um even the Jolteon um it's not doing meaningful damage to to one shot you with the weakness so you still might be able to um you know take Cheryl into full effect um so not necessarily auto loss by any means set up even with weakness the Jolteon can't really do it can't one shot you exactly Uh, so it's doing what 200 max um so you're 200 max and you having it on the bench doesn't help you either because you don't get weakness on bench yep so like it really just it's a push it like that that jolteon is really not getting the weakness bonus it is because it doesn't have to three shot it but um it's just again i think this is a bigger uh abuser of of cheryl um so again we'll see uh how the the meta actually shakes out but i think this deck again is going to be pretty tanky and and heal a lot this Uh, yeah this 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 deck might make us hate cheryl so yeah I, I agree okay so those are the new guys uh the new two top decks that we had in a tier i'm gonna just really quickly talk about uh these other decks um not much to talk about because we've talked to the about yeah, them in length we didn't before. Really get, go in depth about yeah guys, so we got we just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We put them yeah so we got ludicolo with suicune um probably the third best deck in our eyes currently obviously lots of lots of change uh, the deck we talked about earlier with the the single strike box with the Urshifu and the Umbreon, still good matchup coverage, um, one shot ability, walling ability, um, free gusting, um, you know, all those attributes there. It's gonna um, have a new a new deck archetype that it has weakness to yep. weakness hits for. So yep. And then we got Jolteon. Um, obviously, this deck sets up really, really fast. And if its speed catches your you know opponents off guard. It's doing meaningful damage, uh, you know, uh, to the bench and to active. Um, so Jolteon, super easy to get up, up there. Another deck that, you know, can potentially have a Cheryl um, kind of play there as well. Yeah. Um, but the last two, we got Ice Rider. Uh, of course, this Ice Rider is going to have Suicune. So it's debatable if you want to go heavy with, you know, maybe a 3-3 three, three, uh ice rider with two two suicune or th- you know three sequel suicune with the two uh shadow rider or ice riders um decks very solid um good matchup spread uh metal obviously the, the zacian's out there but aside from that you're not really seeing a lot um of weakness for one shots so being able to make your opponent take seven prizes uh in the game if you play it you know that way um still very solid yep um and then the last one we had an a which this is my boy and actually after thinking about it i don't even think he belongs in a anymore but we'll say that for now uh dragapult um you know everybody knows what dragapult can do he's been the bdif of this format uh before um but i i see him kind of taking a backseat to mew um the new inteleon and and maybe seeing an uptick in dark deck. So I think we might see Dragable kind of fall off into that B tier, uh, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's the um, 
Yeah, that's the one the one psychic deck that might fall out of favor because uh, because of his inability to hit back the basically the Urshi, the single strike Urshifu for big big damage. Yeah. Um because I could see that that guy becoming the bet like the top dog because of the weakness, the darkness decks being more prevalent because of the amount of psychic decks in the format. For I don't sure. I mean I don't think Diragapite is going to be horrible. No, he'll be playable, um, but he'll have a lot more bad matchups and probably a few more 50-50s that just don't go in his favor. So yeah. I mean to be determined, but actually I, I the arrow's looking down and that hurts me because you know how much I love Dragapult. Yeah. Um, and let's really quickly read off B um, with a couple new decks there. Um, but we got um, some e- evolution or evolution decks. We got Leafeon. We have there. We have Sylve- Sylveon. Um, Shadow Riders. In Shadow B. Riders there. Uh, we put Rapid Strike Urshifu in B. Which might uh, actually go to A after thinking about it again after this. Um, but we know what those decks do. They're all solid. They all have their pros and cons. Yeah, and then I think we also put other things. We we put Weezing and Teleon back in in there because uh, psychic matchups and Weezing still going to yeah. be good. And then the Zash, the Doggos are kind of be tier two. Yep. Uh, and the last two or the last ones we'll talk about are three new ones, and we won't go too too into detail. Um, but Bolton V, I think, opens the door for Electric. Um, a little bit more like we kind of alluded to earlier, having a early to mid game attack that's what 240 um, while you're building up energy on on your bench to go ahead and hit with the Bolton V's. You're also potentially making them take um, seven prizes with having the V Max and the V's for attackers. Um, pretty good there, um, especially if Inteleon sees a lot of play. Also, a really, really good deck to, to counter that, I think, even more so than Jolteon. Yeah, um, it's just going to give you the bigger damage numbers, uh, especially since we might see more water decks in play. Mm-hmm. I mean, Spikun's already weak to lightning, just we don't see a lot of lightning mm-hmm. um, in general. So it, it, it could prey on those matchups with the addition of Inteleon VMAX becoming probably a bigger play deck in the meta as well and mm-hmm. if it's going to be as igno- like if it's going to really abuse that cheryl then you're going to want something that's going to one shot it and, and best boy bolton is ready to do electric damage to water pokemon all day let's do it yeah all right so two more decks um just to quickly talk about and i'm not as high as some people in our local meta on this one um and that's gengar uh the new gengar v max um it seems like it's a decent deck, um, and obviously it's going to have a lot of success against a lot of psychic. There's a lot of psychic out here. Um, three of the, you know, three really solid decks in the Mew, the Calyrax, the Dragapult. Um, it's going to feast on those decks. Um, but I think if you're going to feast on on um, psychic, I, I still think Umbreon's a better card in general. Well, it really depends on how. Gengar shakes up against the rest of the field because mm-hmm. um, it's not bad to be a dark deck right now. Like uh, Urshifu, Rapid Strike Urshifu, I guess. It, I can't remember if he's weak to... Yeah, I, I believe it's, dark. It's, it's fighting, I believe. Yeah, so, I mean, you really got to watch out for the Urshifus only. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be... I think you still pair... Like, I think it just... 
either you play single striker Shifu and Umbreon, or you play Gengar and Umbreon. And you're really just because they're both single strike Pokemon, and that's the uh, you just combo them with Houndoom, and you use the Gengar or the Urshifu versus the non weak to dark Pokemon. Uh, you don't, and Umbreon is still your better, easier out to the dark, the weakness matchups. Yeah, I mean the the they're the Umbreon and the Gengar have different weaknesses. Um, you know, Umbreon being weak to grass. So if you're seeing an uptick in in leafy on decks especially maybe even going way way in the future with the 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 v-star uh bosses orders but really you don't even need to worry about that because umbreon's still a thing in that deck uh or i'm sorry uh, so i guess it's not in that specific deck but i don't know i for me i, I still think just the rate the the rapid strike box we have currently is just better in my eyes currently right now you mean single strike box you said rapid strike. I meant single strike. Yeah. Oh, my my apologies. Um, or I just my ears are bad. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with you because of the things we put in A, I think single strike box could go to S. Like that'd be one of two or three Ooh, decks I think that could slide up. Um, just because I, I don't I don't think any of us were ready to say that S something is gonna be S. Um yeah, but I mean, I, I could see Gengar also going up, but I could see him just going down, like not being played and not being useful um, because single strike just does it the same and there's no need to change. I agree there's with that. No need to change for change's sake. Yeah, plus, plus it's just easier to get the other cards right now because at this point we should have them or they're cheaper on TCG Player um, for the current single strike box. All right, so let's get into the last deck that we're going to talk about on our tier list. If you guys want to see the full tier list, again, go on our Twitter. Um, we did post it there. We also have it in our Discord, in our roundtable discussions. Um, but we made this thing up as high as we got uh, it. I, I think uh, Mr. Count the Money had a lot to do with this one, um, and that is the Greedent VMAX. I, I think it's just the, the, the meme potential, I guess, of taking a basic Pokemon like a Sobble um and then taking him out and taking three prizes off of a of was 60 hp pokemon um seems pretty good so you only really need to do that um some cards that really help this deck um you have your your um echoing horn you got your toy catchers um you'll also probably be running inteleon line um with some zigzagoons to use those toy catchers um, so lots of different options uh, to, you know, get those basics up there um, pretty quickly. Maybe it's we're having it a little high, um, putting it in B. Um, out of all these decks, it's probably, probably closer to Rogue. But I think um, it, it makes the meta have to think about what they want to do with their, with their support Pokemon. Yeah. I think we're all just looking at extra prize abilities and saying, well, it works for ADP, so why can't it work here? So, yeah. Um, but then again, it's Greedon. So, <laughs> <laughs> very, very oh, true. Sorry, Dan. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're very true. Um, I don't know. This is, this is one I really hard to, hard to put a finger on. <laughs> uh, it's either going to be really good or it's going to be binder fodder. <laughs> yeah. 
um, yeah, it's going to be too good or too not good. For sure. All right. So with talking about our tier list, I kind of want to transition that into um, the first um, actual tournament, uh, live tournament that will have Fusion Strike decks available, um, you know, alongside all the meta decks that we've already, you know, learned to love. And, and that would be the full grip. I think it's a thousand dollar or the thousand dollar prize tournament. Yeah, it's a it's they are calling it the one K double header. The one K double header, and one of those legs will have all the fusion strike. And I know they were selling a lot of fusion strike cards, um, you know, at the location to you know to accommodate this. Um, so let's talk about this since this is the first IRL event going into a new meta. Uh, what do you expect to see? What do you expect to see do well? Um, and, and maybe some decks that you think that might not be as um, successful as maybe they have been. Um, so let's let's get into some new decks that you might see um, going in and that will have success. Yeah, so I think you're going to see Mew um, have a little bit of success. Mm -hmm. um, it might be a little stunted. To be completely honest, I, I I don't know exactly because I mean they're they're doing this relatively early to release, mm -hmm. so and, and you're doing it with real cards, so uh, not everyone's going to be able to get their three four Vs and V maxes. Yeah, um, someone's getting, some of them are going to be able to, and they're going to probably want to play it in the tournament, um, which is probably lead to a nice chunk of Vs in the deck uh, in the. Uh, in the meta yeah but you're probably also going to see people where all right well they're people are bringing muse so i'm going to bring my dark decks exactly so uh which is some of my thinking so i was thinking of what to play instead of because i might go to this yeah uh, because you know full grip is in ohio not far from pittsburgh and uh, we might uh take a small me and another local might take a small trip down here if we can get in yeah um, and see how we stack against Ohio. And this is tricky gym territory. <laughs> tricky gym uh, territory. <laughs> so we'll see how we stack up against it. But uh, I mean, so Mew is going to be popular. Dark will counter Mew. So you might see some Stringless Strike, Urshifu with mm -hmm. Umbreon. Um, you may see some Gengars because of that too, because it, it's the new hot commodity and maybe not the most popular one in Mew. Yeah. Um, but then you can bring counters to that. So maybe like some rapid strikers who might be a good, yep. good option. So it really just depends on where everybody falls on that wheel. So there's that three, the three, uh, the, the trifecta of weaknesses um, that kind of all play against each other. So that's basically psychic, dark and fighting. Um, so it's, it's, I've noticed in the time playing that the deck um, that is stronger will will be the the more uh playable deck so the deck that kind of counters it is perceived to be maybe the weaker of the three uh on that wheel so again i i think that they'll you'll see you'll still see dragapults you'll still see um muse and maybe some uh calyraxes out there um and like you said i think a lot of dark decks will come out of it um I don't see either one of those decks winning. 
in my eyes. Um, and, and again, with the Urshifu being there, having s- solid matchup spreads with, uh, you know, towards list with the, with the um, Vaporeon, um, all those will maybe cancel each other out. Uh, I really think that we're going to see Inteleon uh, really rise to the occasion because he doesn't have any true deck that might counter him um, right off the bat. I don't think a lot of people are thinking, hey, Bolton, let's get Bolton going. Um, and like we already talked about with Jolteon. Um, so I really, I'm looking at Umbria, or I'm sorry, I'm looking at, at the new Inteleon um, to maybe take this thing down. So the new Inteleon comes out of some shady side side door and just is like, this mm. is my 1K. That, that, that is the deck that I'm putting my or if I was a betting man and I put my money on it, I think that's the deck that is not, that's kind of outside that wheel and doesn't have its own like straight, uh, you know, predator or something that preys on it necessarily. Um, obviously there's 50, 50 matchups across the board, but let's see. I, I, I think that this deck um, yeah, right someone, now is poised to, to do well. Yeah, someone's just got to think the same thing and uh, find their way into some Inteleon VMAXs and put the deck together. For sure, for sure. And then going into some, let's go into some older decks that might see some success uh, where you would guess if it was an older deck. Um, I mean, you might find some success with Shadow Rider in this because Mm -hmm. of the thinking. Because you think, well, Mew is weak to dark. So um, Dark's going to be prevalent, and then you bring Single Strike Urshifu and Umbreon. It's going to be the popular thing. So then you bring a different Psychic deck that maybe doesn't – that shot like, – I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's a different Psychic deck to hit Single Strike Urshifu. Yeah. But you're still going to get boned by Umbreon. So it's, it's hard you to are. really fight with that. It, yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm surprised you actually didn't say single strike uh, box with the, the Urshifu and the Umbreon. Cause I think out of any existing deck, um, like you said, I think that deck still doesn't have a lot of like super bad matchups. I think a lot of times when you lose, you just lose um, basically because you're just not drawing hot enough. Um, and I guess Marnie really hurts this deck um, from time to time, but well, I, I feel like that's what people are going to want to play to counter that view that they think yeah. the Mew is going to be the overplayed stuff. But I don't think Mew is going to be overplayed because of availability. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think there'll still be a lot of Dragapults out there and Dragapult can still do well. And again, it's just up to the consistency of that deck. So if that that deck is like a, a dark horse because out of most of these decks, it's maybe a little less consistent, but it has more options. Um, so if somebody's running hot with that deck, that is another deck to, t- uh, to keep an eye out on or potentially think about bringing. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, it's a good deck. Yeah. Okay, so let's go into um, decks to kind of stay away from. Um, what deck, if you were going into this, you're just like looking at a you know, perceived meta with you know all these new cards coming out. What deck you're like, just, you're just staying away from? For me personally, I'm not going to take Shadow Rider. I'm not going to take it. Not going to deal with it. Um, I don't want. I don't want that perceived Mew hype to affect my matchups. Yeah. Um, and I, I 
probably, even though I really want to play it, I'm going to stay away from Mew. Even if I, I'm not going to have it for one. Yeah. But say I had a store that was like, I got four, four Mew, 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 I'd buy it, but I still wouldn't play it. Um, just, it, it, there's two, it's going to be, it's going to be good, but it's too soon. I, it's just, they're going to gun for you. Yeah, they're going gunning for you. So the two I, I think I would stay away from um, are both spread decks. And that's Jolteon. I think it's yeah. just not, it's not time for it right now. It's going to get caught up in that, that wheel um, and get spit out where it doesn't have, um, I think the two new decks probably just beat it, even though one of them is weak to it. Um, like we've kind of alluded to already. Um, the Mew will just destroy it. Um, and then the other one is, as much as it pains me, I think just stay away from Dragapult. I know Dragapult in this last format had the most amount of tournament wins. Um, it's had the most amount of top eights, um, making cuts and everything. It, in, in, in its own, in that time frame, I think it was BDIF, um, you know, best choice to make. But I'm down on it. I, I don't think that it can keep up with the new decks and and, and people know how to play against it. And I think it just with the amount of threats that are out there compared to where it used to be, I think he's in trouble. Well, I'm, yeah. And I'm just going to piggyback on the same reason, like me piggyback on you on that Dragapult. The same reason I said, don't, don't touch Shadow Riders. Just don't, don't add yourself to the hype of Psychic right now. Because I, that's just from a very rookie perspective. I just see Psychic being a very popular weekend and, it doesn't take too much to think like, well, let me just bring some dark decks. Like mm -hmm. if, if I don't have the psychic deck to play myself. So yep. uh, and don't, don't aid yourself. Like you're just <laughs> bundling yourself into that, that psychic hype and putting yourself at a little bit of a harder day. Yep. Um, one other deck I do want to mention, um, especially since we're at the beginning of a format and we've seen this, with the last what three sets that everybody's on the new deck hype so you know the the uh, or the the mew the intellion the dark decks with the with the um gengar i mean decidui is sitting here like potentially i mean there are decks that take it but i i don't think you're going to see cheryl's um or i'm sorry phoebe's uh so i unless there's a direct like a um your your urshifu that can punch right through it um i don't think there's going to be a lot of decks um that will see success against it obviously dragapult has been its uh enemy and it's kind of kept it down in this format um but i just seeing how these other decks can potentially deal with dragapult i think decidui might see some play you are not wrong because every time there's a new format people forget or not forget are they yeah, they forget that Decidueye exists and they don't tech for it. They don't have, they're just like, I'm going to slap my VMAXs together. And then you, that he evolves and you're like, crap, I don't, I don't, you just quick ball and you're looking at your deck and you're like, I can't beat you. So it's just, it, it can prey upon that. Yeah. And a lot of these decks that are in the A, B tier, um, what we have, don't have a lot of, um, baby attackers now there are a few of those out there that can uh, compete against it like the the shadow rider does have options to take them down um 
and, and you know, Intellion, especially having water energy in there or any of these water decks having the Intellion line can still hit because the shady dealings, uh, Intellion does meaningful damage, uh, especially with uh, ping damage, you know, setting up. So um, those are some options, but I think it, if it's going to have a time, it's going to be now. Yeah. And I want to bring out one more Dark Horse deck. Let's do it. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out just straight Ice Rider. Suicune could be a dark <laughs> horse too, but I think Suicune falls into the easily one shot by Mew territory right now because mm-hmm. the capes are going to be ever more popular or needed. Um, uh, but I think Ice Rider falls into that because they're going to look at this is why because they're going to look at Ice Rider and go, oh, metal weakness, and then they're going to try and charge up one of them Genesects, which is completely more inefficient than mew yeah and you're just gonna ko it and then keep going down that road like you could rope a dope some victories there i i think but um against new but yeah i mean i think i think it still has good matchups in general uh, i i think he can come back and just kind of take out these mm-hmm. like one after another Yep. Nah, he, he does he does his work, um, especially with those pink damages. But I think that's a pretty good, uh, hopefully, um, a pretty good meta call for us. Um, I would like to know everybody's thoughts um, on A, our tier list, and B, um, what we kind of think is, you know, the decks to bring, not bring. Tell us how wrong or how right you think we are. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, like we said, we're, we're still... Um, getting the foothold on the meta predictions um and i feel especially the last um tier maker we made going into uh, rotation we made a lot of gaffes but i think we learned from those uh hopefully uh so well we're we're, trying to we're trying to going into like i said to just try hard kind of thing it's always like read the meta and and make a call and those are the kind of you know thought processes we have going on right now if anything we'll just be more vocal when we're right oh yeah if we're wrong we'll do a little tidbit yeah sorry guys we're wrong but if we're right we'll be shouting for weeks (laughs) remember the time remember the time that triple (laughs) p was right (laughs) taking home the sunday the sunday open (laughs) and all that good stuff yeah you just got to be more vocal when you're right and then uh just don't say anything when you're wrong and then no no one will acknowledge it a little bit i think but uh (laughs) you're not wrong though all right, so I think that's going to about do it for us. you have anything else that you want to add to the conversation there, Chuck? No, no, just that's it. Just shout us out on Twitter at PitPokeyPod or Jake at Panux1 or me at WatchWimsy. Let us know what, like, literally what you think of our, our judgments because we do want to know uh, those opinions. So add us over there on the Twitter sphere mm-hmm. and let us know what you think. For sure. Yep. And don't forget also um, Ryan at RY for gaming as well. Yes. Don't forget him. All right. He'll let me know know that I didn't add his name in there too. So don't worry, Ryan. I got your back. I didn't forget about you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, buddy. (laughs) All right, right, guys. We'll see you guys on the next episode. All right. Yep. Have a good one. See you.